Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Carlin, and with me today, I have Adam of Two Heavens on to chat to me about their brand new release, Life Materials, which came out on February 3rd. Uh, myself and Adam have been going back and forth on social media, chatting to each other about music recommendations and all that kind of Karen. And I had for a long time, had no idea that he was even working on this. And when I was sent it, I was absolutely blown away. And Life Materials isn't even the first release of this year. I won't ruin it how many are coming out, but because uh, it's in the episode, but it's very, very exciting stuff. So I'm going to be picking Adam brain about how this project got started what went into writing it all the composition and the usual stuff that goes with creating a body of work like this and uh, adam also works for the goose so we'll be chatting about the irish music scene as a whole and uh, heavy metal quite a bit turns out we have a lot of shared interests in that and uh, twitter beefs and <laughs> it was a very fun episode to record i really had a blast uh, recording and i really hope you enjoyed it as well i'm going to get on with this episode now here's a theme music by zach stevenson So we're here for another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm with Adam of Two Heavens. Man, thanks so much for coming on. It's a pleasure. Been chatting to you for a while. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You're very, very welcome. Uh, You wanted to say something before we started? Free pass. There we go. (laughs) Um, Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Um, So I guess I can start it off. Like, what was your first kind of foray into music? Oh, um, Christ, I was a kid and I'd always admired some bands and then I got an opportunity to be in I made friends with the guys in those bands and then like I, I like I'm self-taught um, on everything uh, so like self-taught on everything? yeah wow um, what so, was the first instrument do you know? guitar uh, guitar yeah because um, girls girls yeah <laughs> um, so like it was for the at least stuff. you're honest <laughs> oh yeah like it's easy now it's yeah easy, it's, it's easier um, but uh and then, like I, the first band I was in, like we weren't we weren't interested in the, a lot of the music that was happening at the time. Like you know, that was big, like a job for a cowboy or any of that kind of stuff. Mm. We were more interested in um, kind of tool and that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, so we were learning how to do that. So then I learned how to play drop D, and uh, then I then that band broke up on ceremony because I used to be a dick, by the way. Okay, and, and, and like you know, not just a terrible person because I spent most of my life insane. But like, but uh, you know, I haven't done anything too fucking terrible. But um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I, I just I just used to drink too much. Like um, and what you call it? So that broke up, and then I I didn't. I, I just had some acoustic songs and then my friend Tommy who plays in the Deadlands now was doing college in Maynooth and he heard some of them because I used to make I had a Sony phone yeah <laughs> he's like you know the little oh, the uh, microphone on that and I was like this, that was my recording so I was like this is mind blowing Sony, Sony Ericsson was it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I had one of those <laughs> um, I had a microphone on and you record things and they have a little uh, SD card Oh so, my god! I, you're you're taking me right back. I yeah, remember yeah. the first one that I had. I remember for the first time watching a video on a mobile phone, and I was like, "What? Well, the yeah, there was fuck cr- is it was, this? It's it madness." Because you just used to see just pixels of Snake or or Space Invaders or whatever it was, and then seeing a full like MP4 video, it yeah. just it blew my mind. Like, um, no, it, 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 that would, that to me was the best thing in the world at the time because I'd spent because in the band that I was playing in before we broke up, we would record in his room. He had a little kind of studio set up, mm. so. 
like that's how I, I so it was easy to play there because I you know there was no we were all learning together like no one could play anything we were all singers mm. um like I played I sang before like you know done bits like but like instruments you know what I mean yeah yeah um but like uh so when I was doing stuff myself then Tommy from the Deadlands now Tommy Foster he heard it and he was doing college and everything he was like I'm doing my uh, final in and he wanted he had to record a project for his final sure it's like do you want to come and do it and I was like <laughs> do I <laughs> okay I, like, I, I don't think what I do is any good this, I think it's, it's bananas whenever someone's like, interested in any way what I do uh, well we'll talk about the EP that you have coming out because I think that's very good so <laughs> thank you um, but like again it always surprises me um and then he ended up in, he, he was like, do you want to do this live? So we did that for a while. And that band turned into the Groovy Gloom, which is a band I ended up playing violin in. Play the kid. violin as well. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Badly. But I play. I'll give it a go. It must be, is it a hard instrument to learn to start playing? Because I can't imagine, like at least with the guitar, you can do an A, B, A, B thing. But the violin seems. Violin's easier. Is it? In, in the way that I think. It's the more difficult in the mechanics of it. Yeah. But when it comes to understanding where things are on the fingerboard, mm. it makes much more sense to me. Okay. And like banjo and bouzouki, those instruments make much more sense to me than guitar. Sure. Because they're tuned in fifths. So like everything works all across where a guitar has that weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can never wrap my head around a guitar now, to be honest. <laughs> but I was uh, very bad at it. Yeah, but that, that had then, then so I ended up in a band with Tommy for years. Um, and... When that broke up, kind of like I stopped doing music for a long time. Uh, got into doing other stuff. Um, got into coffee and opened a little shop. And it didn't touch music, but I, when I was, when I was, when I was, like when I when I stopped doing music, I kind of started getting more unwell. Yeah. And like I was doing the business, and like you know the business is going well. Like we you know we did very well. We got into the Irish Times a couple of times. We were doing specialty coffee back when specialty coffee wasn't really a thing. Mm. Like we were in the top 10 in the country. Really? But huh. like back then, like it was 2014. Yeah. It was like, yeah. You know, it's not quite like. <laughs> you go to South William Street and every shop is a coffee shop. Yeah, I used to have a coffee shop in South William Street. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> I, I opened one up for Pygmalion. Um, I had all the machinery and they let me use the front of their. Yeah, it was weird. Nice. Mad place to work. But, um, yeah, so I didn't touch music for years, but I was getting sicker, progressively sicker, and, like, I, I was drinking too much, and I had some tragedies happen in my own personal life, and I wasn't coping with them well. And, like, I just kind of went into this, like, just really, really bad place. And I, I do little spurts of creativity. I've always kind of, like, I've always been unwell, but I've always been okay. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I've been in the hospital a little bit when I was a kid and a little bit when I was like 20. Yeah. You know, for just for, you know, stuff in my head. But like, I, I kind of had it under control. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. And then, um, you know, I stopped kind of creating, like, you know, I, I just got sicker. And then I didn't create for you. I did little bits. Like I wrote a story that got put into something. Um, it got published? Yeah, just on a literary website. All right, okay. Um, Still. Or like that's only little things, yeah. And but like I was just sick, and I wasn't getting any better. And then, like I, I was telling you outside, uh, I was in hospital, mm. and I was in there for a while. And there was during lockdown, so there's no visitor or whatever. So I was bored. 
and I wanted Frank Ocean's. You know the song Nikes. I by the way, I've heard the story. This story is fucking crazy. It's not. It's not how I thought this band was gonna start. <laughs> so I was sitting in the smoking area, <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, I quite like the opening sound of from the from Nikes to be my message ringtone but I have an iPhone so I didn't know how to do that yeah <laughs> so I googled how to do that and it involved GarageBand which you have on an iPhone yeah um, so I downloaded GarageBand and kind of went through the steps and made my made my little ringtone still my little ringtone if you text me on a normal phone which no oh, one still, ever, it's still there <laughs> yeah no one ever does because it's on iMessage and I'm like no, who, no one uses it and I can't yeah, change yeah. it to, so it was like useless like I can't <laughs> Now the only people who text me on that number now are like, yeah, no one good text me on yeah, that yeah, number. Yeah. Like, so now it's a, now it's a. Sad hey, you looking song. for a bag? <laughs> like, it's like oh, just. <laughs> oh god. I keep I I don't know how many times I've got a text at like one o'clock in the morning from a number that I don't know, and it's just a drug dealer's number. I was like, who is using my fucking phone to ring these guys <laughs> off that they have my number? That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, so it's, it's never it's never a good sound. So no. <laughs> but but when I was there, like I noticed that they had like you know a little piano roll. And just kind of again, like yeah, I have just a lot of time to do it. So I wrote a thing. Um, and I, looking back, I don't know how I did it because mm. it was like I'll show it to you later. It's like a, it's it's a, it's a kind of like, it's a piano lead piece. Mm. Like I wrote it. There's a piano in Pat's, uh, in the music room there. Okay. So like uh, the music room there, Adam Clayton is a part of. Oh wow! All right, okay. Uh, he, he, I think he was. A, I think he was a resident there. Adam so, Clayton was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pat's has gotten its fair share of. You know, I mean, the sickness doesn't discriminate. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, one thing he did, and I'm not a fan of you two, but I'm a fan of the music room he put in. I mean, like, I've been to Johnny Gods, and in Johnny Gods, the only musical instrument there is. Uh, broken piano it's been broken for 15 years oh for god's sake you know what I mean like and, and I've seen people come down like you know people who be in rough wards and all they have to do it's not that hard to fix a piano some yeah. people can really play they have people have real joy out of it and that's all they have I'm but, surprised John Agoss doesn't have a proper music room because like I've not. I've been like I've I've been visiting I've visited friends who are in it and you know they have the art therapy and all that kind of caring but I thought a music room would be kind of a no brainer no I've, I've got very I've got strong misgivings about that hospital yeah. but um, Pat's is an amazing one in it there's a 10 grand Yamaha piano fuck um, really yeah lovely upright piano and there's an electric piano loads of stuff so I wrote this thing and then I was like oh I might start doing music again hmm um, but then I didn't do anything for a long time uh, for about a year and then I met somebody because I've never felt like what I'm doing is worth doing unless someone's doing it with me mm. it's kind of like I mean I'm always trying to rope Tommy into something like he's producing <laughs> he, he, I, I've always I, I, I've bullied him I've bullied him into so many things but he's um, and like Whenever someone, like, if I'm doing something with someone, then it's kind of, like, more, more tangible to me. Mm. So for, so then I was, so I started working on these things in June of 2022. And started doing that, because I met this, I met this person, and then I was like, I'm going to make music with this person. And we were going to work together. And so that started me writing. Mm. And we just, it didn't work out with us. Um, but then I had all this material, and I had two shows. And I hate singing. Like I, 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 was that your first time singing live in like a long, long time? Christ, um, 
I didn't sing. Actually, no. Oh, you didn't sing? I I, 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 yeah, then, then I just like I had all this material, so I was just like, "Fuck it, get it out." <laughs> um, no, because I just thought like I just put some shit together and I sent it. And then I sent it to some friends of mine. And I've got some cool people who I'm working with and on, on on other material and on the well, on on the live front. There's going to be some interesting things happening. Um, because I I don't know. I, I it's not a band. Like that's kind of like. The thing that when I when I kind of finally accepted I wasn't like you know gonna be able to make music with that person I was like you know yeah, what? Yeah. fuck it like I'm just gonna do this myself and not have a band as such because I know I know lots of cool people yeah and all of them are real busy <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah like, yeah real busy <laughs> um and I think having like you know a band would just be like limiting you know what I mean. Because then I couldn't play with some really cool people. Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, but like you know, for the, I've been sober now for a while. Um, I haven't had a like you know I haven't ended up in hospital in a while. Like I used to be in hospital every year. Like, it's you know, good for, for you, months. man. That's amazing. Um, like and I I I I chalk it up to that because it's all I do now. Mm. I mean, like I made a decision last March to not go back to working in hospitality, just work around creative or creativity yeah um and because this country is, this country is like you know not great for mental health like it's really bad. yeah i would agree with that and it's not gonna get better i had my own little issues as well before and it was yeah it fucking sucked <laughs> if you don't and if you don't have insurance you've got nothing yeah well the, the, like even the, the i still find it cra- crazy that i think we still have a mentality that we can't talk about it and it, it, like i did a project in when i was in college and ncad and I interviewed plenty of people who were in and out of, you know, John of God's or wherever it was. And they, they were saying, it's crazy. You can't even tell my fucking parents that I'm in a psychiatric ward. You know, this kind of, it's just nuts that that mindset is still here. Yeah. Um, and then, then you can't, and then living at home when you're like, I'm 29, I'm back living at home at the moment because I can't find anywhere to rent out. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> no, like, I mean, like this, it's, it's not, it's not a country that's set up for dealing with the problems that we're facing. No. Like I, the way that the way that it works over here is very American. It's very American over here. There's a very limited number of spaces of public mental health services. Very mm. little in the way that you got some places in James and some other places dotted around the country. But very little and massive waiting lists, huge. Yeah, that was another issue as well. Like I had a friend who uh, tried to take their life, and then they were putting on a waiting list when she was like 16 or 17 mm-hmm. or something for a, two years. And it's like, why, why, this person just was just in hospital for, you know, a suicide attempt and they're waiting a year yeah. or two years. It's, 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 it's absolutely, for, for just a cancer to talk to them once a week, it's crazy. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, like, I, I'm very, very lucky in that, like, I was very young when I was first diagnosed. Mm. Like, I, I don't remember being diagnosed yeah, when yeah. I was a kid. And then, like, you know, properly when I was 16. And like, so all my life I've had, like, you know, that's been there. I've yeah. never had to be like... I've never had to, I've never had to jump through those many, I mean, like, when I was in, this is what I mean, like, when I was in really bad crisis, there was no way 
I would have been able to deal with like a year of a waiting list. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm, again, in retrospect, very lucky. Mm. But um, it's it's just not set up over here. But yeah, two haven't started because I was bored in a mental hospital. <laughs> Where did the name come from? Death Grips. Really? Yeah, it's a Death Grips song. No way. <laughs> um, I love Death Grips. My old cafe, I tried, I, tried, I tried to call a cafe that I had in Pygmalion 80808. Oh, no way. After Death Grips. <laughs> That's but awesome. Then they, would, they wouldn't <laughs> let me because it didn't make sense. Fuck you guys. What, what do you mean it doesn't make It's a coffee shop. I, what I do know. I <laughs> the best coffee shop name ever is in England and it's in Brick Lane. It's called I Will Kill Again. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> really good coffee too. But, um, Dark roast. <laughs> we ended up calling it 808 instead because, you know, drum machines. But no, both things came from Death Grip. <laughs> So tell us about this EP that you've been working on. I've heard it now and it is, it's, I really, really enjoyed. I have to say, I was, I was surprised at how, like, not surprised, but when I was listening, I was like, this is gorgeous music. Like, it's really, really lovely music. Um, Especially because your first recommendation to me was No Spill Blood. And I was like, this is not No Spill Blood. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, like, I, 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 I'm interested in a lot of different music. Um, I'm generally, like, two heavens to me is pop music. Um. Yeah, you said that at the beginning. I was like, is it? <laughs> well, this this EP is definitely like, yeah. I have, I'm putting out four records this year. I've, Fuck, really? Yeah, all well, under two heavens or just? All under two all heavens. All under two heavens, wow. I'm putting out six this year and not two heavens. But um, just from, there's just some material that I put together over, and initially it was divided up. Because mm. I had like, because I was working with a woman and she wasn't quite so interested in working in some of the heavier material. Okay. Because, you know, she didn't want to do the female metal thing. And that's completely, I get that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so now that's kind of like folded into the whole concept of like, so it's just anything, anything that that is a song now kind of fits into Heavens. Yeah, yeah. Like I have one, I have like one of the things is like a three song EP. It's about half an hour long. And it's like very, like lots of black metal kind of oh really yeah like it's a like, Deathspell Omega are probably my favorite band uh, Deathspell Omega yeah yeah. I mean I know that they're old singers like if anyone who gets on going about that just read about them like they don't give a fuck about their old singer either. Uh, yeah that's yeah. why I remember I, I, I you, you've, you've probably heard me talk about Black Metal I'm quite a fan of it uh, but it is fucking frustrating there's so many bands it's like oh I love this band and Deathspell Omega were one of them I was like and I remember being outside he goes you can't like Despot Omega anymore I was like what do you mean you can't like them anymore he goes uh, Miko, like, no, Miko, Miko Aspa is the problem with yeah. and the problem the thing with Miko Aspa is everyone's like this and that and cancel this and that whatever no it's giving him far too much credit look at him for what he is like, yeah. he has a project called Lolita 12 right and that's a project Jesus. no no it gets worse man that's a project wherein he used real samples from real films and he got he got in trouble for it over and I think he's from Finland uh, they're not, French he, they're French he's not oh is he not yeah, oh, right, okay. I don't think he's ever met them they, oh. they, they've never been in like, they've never they don't record together like he he's like that's right. and Mega are like two brothers and a dude who live in like I never France. knew that I genuinely never knew that a lot of people don't like they're not a band yeah like um, it's uh, yeah Miko Aspa he's he, he used to be in Clandestine Blaze okay well that's another yeah <laughs> I think they're Finnish I think he's Finnish well, the big one was like Magua was the big one. I remember that that happened. They were basically found out to be, you know, white supremacists. And I was like, oh, fuck, I really like that band. And then they were can't their whole European tour was cancelled. But for some reason, they played Ireland. 
And then the other one, the one that the most recent one was a band called Agalock, which I think you'd really like. Do you know them? They're I know Agalock. I, I, I always, like, I heard about Agalock, um, what you call it. I was really surprised because I, I didn't like Agalock back in the day because I thought they were kind of toothless. Um, yeah, but the mantle is the album. Like, I yeah, don't no, know. No, I, yeah, I, yeah. I remember, I remember Agalock well. Um, I, I used to always get them mixed up the wolves in the throne, throne room. Uh, similar enough. It's yeah. yeah, black it's black metal with American black metal. But yeah, but uh, the mantle was an album that I absolutely adored. And then I was reading, I was like, I wonder what they've been up to. And it was That's like, such a bummer when you find and, that and it's like, it's like the singer was tweeting a bunch of. I think he made what was it? The there's an actor called like Bruno Gantz or something like that, and he this the singer wrote some massively anti-Semitic uh, thing on Facebook. But he apologized. He goes, I was just, it was just a, p- a poor taste joke. And I was just like, yeah, but it came from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like when it comes the to issue. say, like when it comes to say death spell, right? Yeah. Death spell are a, a different breed. Yeah. Death spell. Like they're like, I, I'm two heavens is deeply inspired by how death spell kind of like operate mm. being as in like, there's a core yeah. and there's a circle and there's a circle. Like there's a core of like three musicians. So, and this is a core of me and like two other people that haven't been on these things yet but they will be um, and then we work with other people outside it mm. based on their talents the, the other people have no real musical input or lyrical input or whatever lyrics are written aren't even written by the band they're written by some philosopher dude they know from some dude in what? Yeah, okay, I, need Omega, to, I need to check out Despel Omega a little bit more <laughs> it's, re- it's, it's real easy to kind of like just kind of like uh, pitch, them pitch and hold them yeah but if you look at say the Miko Aspa is the, is the is the problematic part of the band, mm. and I don't think he's he wasn't on their last record because they were just like okay, fuck him. Yeah. But um, good. But if you but <laughs> the people give him too much credit, like he's this 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 and that. If you look at him for what he is, he's got that Lolita Twelve project. He's got all these <sighs> even like, the know, name I, of that. I know just, it's it's, 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 it's it, what it is is gross. Yeah. He's just a fucking. 50 year old sweaty leather panted edgelord edgelord yeah and it's sad yeah and people are there like oh my god he's this and that no fuck him it's sad it's like the same it's not the, it's not the same but like your man from Decide who like they're or Decide or whatever they're called they're great Deicide, 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 yeah. yeah but they, he just I was like he just strikes me as cringe like. oh yeah no, I mean like the, the thing with me in heavy music is like after a certain age, you got to be a certain kind of way to play. Like it has to. Like I mean, like I do not. You should have a bit of self awareness. <laughs> I don't. I, do, I, I, I I do not take like fucking like Metallica seriously, but I do take Neurosis seriously. Like Neurosis are my, probably my favorite band as well. Like I mean, Neurosis, Deathspell, and how did I? How did I know you were going to be a Neurosis? Fan? The biggest, <laughs> I mean, such Scott, a good Scott band. Kelly with that with that 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 broke my heart. Mm. Scott Kelly's issue with his family, um, like uh. But at the same time, I cannot, I cannot, I, I can play five songs on guitar that aren't mine. Like, I don't know how to play anyone else's songs. One of those songs is a local star. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know awesome. I mean? <laughs> like, they're like, they're, it's, they're too formative for me. And like, that, that's a conversation I've been having with myself and some friends recently. It's the separation of art and artists. Yeah. It's a hard one. I, it very much for me comes down to, I think, how much I'm willing to kind of like, Cause I, I mean, I, on one hand, I like to think of myself. I, I can't, cause I'm honest with myself. I, I, I'm a moral, not righteous, standing person. You know, fucking boycott this, don't this and fuck. You know, this and that. At the same time, I will listen to Roses, cause like, but I won't listen to like Burzum. No, fuck no. That's Varg is like sad as well. Like yeah, no Varg. <sighs> I mean, I know. So I have some friends who That's really like Burzum's music, <laughs> but don't support obviously what. But the philosophy was important to them. I've never liked Varg. Well, he's kind of a hard guy to like. (laughs) 
Have you he seen, is have a you convicted seen out of context, mur- he is Mark? a convicted murderer. Yeah. I've seen out of context by Mark. <laughs> one of the one of the funniest things I ever saw like I I'm a big last podcast on the left fan. Um it's and a uh, it's a great podcast. It's one of the reasons why I started podcasting, but um the black metal series where they took the piss out of at the end they take the piss out of Varg's YouTube channel. It's I haven't, I haven't so heard that. Fu- it's so funny because oh. they point out that he says he he starts all of his videos it's him in a car <laughs> and it's and it's him just going like he asks a question and he goes Let's find out. And that's how he starts every head. They just, they just tear into him. Rightly so. He's a terrible person. You heard about his board game? I was just about to say, have you heard about the board game? It's so needlessly complicated. (laughs) Can you imagine being so racist that like the only way you can express your love of racism and also being a nerd is to design a board game? Based around like, I think it takes inspiration for like Lord of the Rings or something. He had some crazy conspiracy theories about what what Lord of the Rings represents and it's like it's like no stop using someone else's art to you know put yeah. forward your racist little shitty opinions no, way, for anybody who doesn't know who Varg is he's also a convicted murderer so <laughs> yeah, he, he Varg's Varg's main claim to like if Varg hadn't killed Euronymous I doubt he would have faded into obscurity a long time ago yeah because yeah. like he has like one okay record it's called Ask and it's like not bad. It's not good. There are better records. There are better records that it's inspired. Yeah. But like, that's what I mean when it comes down to art and artists, like, um, separating, like, I, I, there's like, I can't, there's, I can't, I cannot, there's a lot of media that I can't consume now because of what's happening in the oh, world now. The, in, like in Israel, is yeah. it? Yeah. Like there's a lot of things, like there's a li- there's lists of things. Um, yeah. I used to, th- I used to think Jamie Lee Curtis was awesome, but uh, no, she is not. <laughs> mm. John Cusack. There you go. He's he's cool. <laughs> yeah, John Cusack is. Yeah, but he's always been. Yeah, no, he's always been fairly uh, vocal on Twitter and all that kind of carry on. I refuse Deborah to Messing call him his other name. Who? Deborah Messing. She's in Will and Grace. All right. Okay. <laughs> she's not. She's not cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> shame. But like, um, that's what I mean. Like, uh, when it comes to that, so there's lots of things that I'm writing. Like, there's no way I can support. There's no way that I can. And as opposed to say music, like I, if I could figure out a way to enjoy something from mm. an artist without in any way supporting them. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? If, <laughs> it, I can, if I can listen to something privately where I'm not like telling other people about it, where I'm not sharing, I'm like this, like, I mean, there's a, there's a band and I, I, because of, I, I work for a music magazine. Yeah. Um, they don't, I, I, I know they don't write about two levels. That would be weird. I, they've asked, but like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> John, we've had conversations. You know what I'm like. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, when it comes to, like, you know, I, I get, like, a lot of, like, uh, advances and that kind of stuff. Because mm. I work for the goo. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, great. Yeah, that must be a nice job. <laughs> uh, it's 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 fantastic. Um, John's the editor's fantastic. The, the music scene over here is fascinating. Yeah. Um, and this, I I get given kind of like free reign to kind of like do weird stuff. Like I'm, at the moment, I'm interested in trying to find, if anyone actually listening to this knows anything about this, I'm trying to find information on Indian classical and Carnatic music events and shows happening across the island of Ireland. So like, if there's any societies and that kind of stuff. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Indian music. Like Indian oh, just Indian music. Oh, and Indian, Carnatic okay. music is just a, a form of Indian music. All right, okay. It's like they're, I think it's a 
like the way that they I think I think it's sort of, that's what I mean this is what I want it has to be happening somewhere like I think I've not even noticed most um, most cinemas now are showing Bollywood films yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like there's a huge huge Brazilian music community over yeah there. so like you've got to think um, and I'm fascinated by it like um, like I wrote a long thesis on the commonalities between Irish music and Middle Eastern music is there a lot? Lots. Is there? Um, drones, kind of like just little ornamentations. Um, okay. And when it comes to Middle Eastern music, it's actually in the voice. Right, as in like throat singing, is it? Or? No, no, like with Shan Nos and say Mugam or Kuali, which is the uh, Arabic singing to God. Okay. Um, the Like the call to prayer, I think, is, is it would be Kuali or Mugam. But um, the, the Arabic and Irish, the languages themselves are quite guttural. Yeah. But the shaktana. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that makes a lot of sense when you hear it sung. Okay. Because shaktana is like a percussive thing, and it only really struck me when I heard Donica Dennehy's piece "Grow August Boss" with Irla Leonard, um, who is if you don't know him, he's the best vocalist in this country. Okay. Um, Roar Carnage is the best drummer in Ireland. Cro- yeah. Earl Leonard is the best vocalist <laughs> in Ireland. I knew you were going to get that in eventually. <laughs> I will. Um, Earl Leonard is the best vocalist in Ireland. Um, he is just beyond. If, um, but yeah, the, the commonality between uh, it's in the in the voice. Okay. A lot of ornamentation and that kind of like the shakta and that kind of stuff. It allows for it's easier to be ornamental. Mm. Uh, where do you take most of your inspiration from, actually, for your lyrics? Oh Christ! Um, I have a note in my. I have a. I have an open note in my phone. Just one long, big one, is one it? One massive, long, big one. And um, if something occurs to me, like I like the aesthetics of words. Mm. Um. Like uh, so, if something occurs to me, and I think it looks nice in in my head, or um, if I hear a phrase, like um. Then I'll write it down in the thing. Yeah. And then, like, I think, say, for that song that I'm still procrastinating on reading. <laughs> That's a good example. Like, uh, I was just, um, I just recorded the, I wrote that in a day. Um, two days, sorry. Fuck. Uh, like, uh, I, I recorded the guitar part, and I was listening back to it, and I was kind of like putting something on the bed. And then sorry, the, what song is this? The, an Elegy. An, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a great song as well. Like how quickly we forget the deadline that part I just like, da, 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 da. I was like that's what that's about now <laughs> so then I go so then I go through the whole list and I see if I can pick out some things and then I try and form them okay so but um yeah like it's just it's just like, like just, everything else I do it's a mess it's <laughs> like I was about to say that sounds like putting a puzzle together like almost <laughs> yeah like yeah, most of music is problem solving mm. <laughs> <laughs> And especially nowadays, I mean, like, like it's wild being on kind of like social media with things like, say, Threads, like, because um, Threads is new over here. Everyone's yeah, I haven't used it yet. I think um, I'm I've been told to use Twitter uh, to get the podcast going, but like, I don't think anybody cares about what I've. What no, it's like, it's normally just me that I went to see this movie tonight. It was good. Thread, <laughs> That's about thread, it. I use Twitter. To, I use Twitter to bully people. Um. <laughs> fucking David Quinn's number one fan <laughs> he's blocked me that Philip Dwyer can't block me Philip Dwyer blocks you what'd you <laughs> what did I call him 
something about him kicking dogs. Right. But, um, he it, did kick a dog. Though, he did he? kick a dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just about like uh, I, I, I don't like these people. One of them took um, an exception to me. He used to be a journalist for Hot Press. Okay. Um, and when during the pandemic, he's one of these anti-vax people. Right. Which is hilarious. And I'm a big fan of Kazumichi Maruaka, who's okay. um, a Japanese potter. Okay. And I, I'm not a big fan of pictures of me. I think there's one on my on Instagram because yes, yeah, to verify that uh, yeah, um, just for in case it gets whatever. But uh, so I used to use uh, his pottery is like um. My, my profile pictures well. right and they're all like skulls like that little beautiful potter skulls like you know how and is, is he uh, is he still going or oh, yeah, is yeah. He, yeah 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 uh, 320 bucks for a thing about the size of my thumbnail oh f- and still worth it <laughs> whoa i don't have one what, what's he make it is it as a porcelain or china a pot, clay clay yeah, oh a, clay sorry yeah, yeah. i'll show you actually. um yeah it gives a goo but i love his work he had these uh he had these particular things of um only skulls where he would get these small skulls and he would just put little horns. It's so cool. Hold <laughs> on, well yeah, enjoy, enjoy my arrhythmic. Tapping. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I had a lot of that. I just really like his work. Like, I'm very kind of interested in promoting people's work that I'm interested yeah, yeah. in. Um, and Craig was like, uh, Craig's is his name, Craig Fitzsimons. Are you gonna name him? <laughs> oh yeah, fuck him. Like, you know, like, like, who these people? Like, you know, I know what. And he's like, oh, like you know, um. I see you have a lot of skulls because he went to my personal Facebook profile and started digging through all that kind of stuff. What did you do? Did you just call him out and just... Oh yeah, I just said like, you know, this is like, you know, you're being real weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. something, something innocuous and then he ended up harassing a friend of mine because she's a doctor and she was in, and a doctor in oh, James's and he was emailing James's HR because she was, he was like, are you aware that you're, you know what I mean? What a sad existence. <laughs> That's what these people do. Yeah. Um, it's why I don't I don't even engage with them now I see people posting for some reason my Twitter page I don't know why it just I get notified by like crazy right wing stuff all the time on my Twitter oh, page shit. it's and all the time and I have no idea why and I keep I, I want to message them back going like this is fucking stu-, or not message them back just tweet them going this is fucking dumb but then I'm just like these are the people you just shouldn't even be waste your time arguing with because you're they're so oh, yeah. far they're so far gone that there's no point like like I've curtailed my Twitter use now. So what I do now is like I turned <laughs> off notifications. I log in. I retweet something Vinny's doing from Enthusiastic Eunuch. Right. And <laughs> because uh, every show he puts on is fucking great. Um, or I'll retweet something like you know that someone's up to, and then I'll call someone a clown. <laughs> I'll like log out for a week <laughs> until I have to log back in. That's how you like, and you know, because some get really upset about it. Like it's, it's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Like. But yeah, Craig was emailing me and he was like, you know, he's some kind of like, you know, Satanist. And I was like, well, Craig, um, Satanism is actually a non-theistic yes, religion, religion yeah. worship of their self. I'm a devil worshiper. <laughs> so that's different. <laughs> um, I'm not a devil worshiper. No. But, uh, Have you watched, ever watched the, uh, the documentary Hail Satan? No. It's really good. It's about um, basically lads. It's, I've seen that. This little the, the Levian Satanism. Levian Satanism, basically, what they did was they... Um, I can't remember what state it was or what t- city it was, but they erected a statue of Jesus um, in the middle of this p- uh, uh, government building. And they were like, well, if they're allowed to do that, we should be allowed, because it's freedom of expre- freedom of religion, religious expression, we should be allowed to put a statue of Baphomet with two children in the middle of the square. Um, it's such a funny documentary. It's, re- like it's, it's more of a, it's, it's more of a religion, uh, sorry, a political documentary than it is about, like, Hail Satan people think, like, I remember because, 
um, people who've listened to the podcast probably are aware, but like my dad is very, very, very religious and we share a Netflix account and he wasn't able to watch Netflix one time because I was watching the documentary Hail Satan. And to say that he was up, he was up in Tyrone visiting his mum. Oh, and to say that I got an angry phone call was something else. But uh, I was like, it's not actually a devil worshipping documentary. It's literally pointing out yeah. how fucking stupid these people are. <laughs> Like um, no, there's some, there's some of this like uh, well, actually, no, like uh, using the using the basically using the government again, uh, uh, like the, no, nothing that they did, everything they did was completely politically fine, and that these people are still trying to fuck them over. It's it's a great, do- it's worth watching. It's very uh, funny. I, I, I'll check it out. I, I, I've seen, I think I've seen it on the recommended thing. I think the algorithms are trying to feed it to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but, yeah. So yeah, I'm putting out this record. Um, in I'll, I'll finish this bit and then be structured. <laughs> so I'm putting out this record at some point in the next I, I don't care enough to have like to pay properly for DistroKid yeah <laughs> so like it'll come out whenever that says <laughs> like um do you have a favourite song off it? no 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 I don't listen I haven't listened to it since I made it oh really? I, I can't Just, listen to it okay it's weird masturbatory I like The Quiet a lot <laughs> oh thank you yeah I like that song a lot so I'm looking forward to that like uh yeah that um Yeah, that's what I mean about the lyrics, actually. Like, that was, like... So, I wrote one of those lyrics, and the... Uh, the Gathering Heartbreak, like, the Doom Men gallows thing. That was written on the bench in Pats in a Garden. Okay. And, like, two years ago. And then, like, just they went into the whole thing. Just and, on your phone, or... Yeah. Yeah. I have a... I have a... The cloud. The cloud, yeah. <laughs> I've lost my phone so many times. But, um... And then that, and that, that, that became part of the songs. They're just like, you know, I think that I, the melody, I was just, I had that guitar part that forms the main verse part thing. I was just like trying to do extra. Like most of this shit comes from me doing exercises, trying to figure <laughs> out like, so I'm, because I'm self-taught, like I come up with ways from, to teach myself things. Yeah, yeah. And that turns into songs. So, um, but yeah, I'm putting out uh, that whenever DistroKid puts it out. And then I'm putting out... Um, a record called Regret next, which is seven tracks long and it's kind of heavier Fuck. and more <laughs> experimental. And then I'm putting out an EP, um, which is much kind of like a material that kind of fit into it. Like in my head, these things fit together. Like yeah. before, like I, I, this, this, I, I went through a lot of stuff that I've been writing over two years. Yeah. And I was getting quite stressed because nothing kind of made sense to me. I just had all this stuff. Mm. And when I was able to organize it, then I was like, and I, I jettisoned something like 50 songs, bits of like, you know, either bits of things or fully composed things. Mm. Um, and these are the ones that are left. And then I have another one that I'll probably be putting out at the end of the year. Um, and they're all kind of like just, well, that's the thing. I, it's just, I, I don't really expect anything from it. Like um, I, I, I that's mean, probably I, probably a nicer way to be though, rather than stressing constantly. It's like, will people like it? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I hear. That's why I, mean. I, I can't. I can't like um, like I write criticism. Like, I'm not gonna be able to read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one thing I, I, I add, do. You ever think that you, if you write one bad review, someone's gonna come back? <laughs> yeah, I don't three write times. about anything I don't like. What? I don't write about anything I don't. That's like. That's fair. It's the same. I don't have. I, I genuinely don't have anybody on the podcast that I don't like because mm. I just think it's it's unfair on them. And it's yeah. going to come across as completely disingenuous on my part as well. Absolutely. I mean, like, say in in, in, in the magazine, like, there's a bunch of us. So like, yeah. if I don't think something, I'm the worst person to review. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all I'm doing in the magazine is, like, you know, just putting together words to say, like, 
this band sounds like this. Mm. And if you like this, you might like this. Yeah. This is a very good example of this. <laughs> I'm just doing like, you know, advertising. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, that's all you're trying to do. And like, you know, I'm very, very good at tearing people down. I'm, 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 I'm very good at being mean. <laughs> like I, I, that, that's, but that's why I have Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I have I, to follow you now. Cause I got it. Like <laughs> just to okay. see, just look at the replies. It's just, it's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I, I've calmed down a bit lately because like, I don't know. Like I, I've, I'm I'm quite conflicted when it comes to social media lately, you know. Um, when it comes to things like Twitter, because I mean, I, I used to enjoy kind of like telling Dave Quinn to go fuck himself, yeah, <laughs> or saying things. I mean, Dave Quinn, I enjoy because like Dave Quinn's very litigious, so you have to find things that are true, mm. so he can't say. Oh shit. yeah, well, shit, like the, the one the one thing I give credit where credits due, he knows how to argue with people and put his point across with you know st- statistics and stuff like that. Like right, he is. So you just want to say something to him that she can't dispute, but yeah, like um, but with social media at the moment, like it's it's. Because it's, it's, on the one hand, it's great because I get to talk to people like you. Um, mm. Like, uh, I'm, one of, I'm doing a project uh, called The Skull Grounds uh, with a dude called Jonathan DC. He's based Why do on, I know that name? Uh, he does the Tenebrae pod, the Tenebrae show on Dublin Digital Radio. Okay. And he's a composer. Um, right. And I got in, I met him through his radio show. You know what I mean? Um, so on that, on that side, it's great. But like, on the other hand, like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted about, like, what I want. Like, it's just, it's difficult to want to put anything up at the moment. You know? Yeah. No, so like, that's basically what I'm getting. No, at. I know. I know exactly what you mean. Because, like, I even, like, I don't want to waste time arguing with people on Twitter. So I don't really post anything on Twitter. Uh, I can't really. The only one that I engage with properly is, I don't go on Facebook at all. I Like, it's there, but I don't mm-hmm. use it. Um, the only one, uh, Instagram is used basically just to post about the podcast. And then just Reddit, and I just use my favorite subreddit. That's it. Yeah, you love Reddit actually. What Reddit's good because I don't because I can be anonymous on it. I don't post anything crazy on it. I can chat with people and you know the Batman subreddit and just nerd out with people yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff. I miss that aspect of social media. I find it's become very contrarian all the time. And oh yeah. yeah, like it's 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 not it's not as it's not as fun as when it started. Like I remember Bebo. Bebo was fucking awesome. <laughs> I never had Bebo. Bebo was good. I briefly had a MySpace. Top that... sixteen stressed me out though. What? <laughs> there was a top sixteen on on Bebo. Was that like your favorite friends thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Used to stress me the fuck out. Like, <laughs> um... and so you somebody would cross you and say, like, "I'm dropping you three spaces." <laughs> I, I never, I never really got into the Bebo thing. Um, but I have to log into things for social for the for the magazine. Yeah, of course. But like um, these days, like it just seems um, it's, it's it's difficult for me to want to post. This is what I mean. Like I have a complicated relationship with my expectations for the material because I mean, like it seems weird and selfish to be like, look at me. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> when like there's and I mean like I I I think about this shit a lot. Mm. Like, all I do is music and hang out with my girlfriend and like think mm. like, I'm, I, only two two of those things make me happy like, yeah you know? um so i've kind of like thought on this a lot and like you know there's that point of view like oh you know it's no point in wasting your own life when just you know because you know nothing's happening to me but i'm like and then i feel powerless and like you know but but that, then all i all i can do is like you know just write things you know mm. that's why a lot of the later material will be nastier you know what i mean um well I like nasty stuff. 
Well, that's that's what I mean. Like, I mean, the people that I admire are people like Over. Mm. Um, and if you haven't heard Over, I oh, think actually, I've, I think I've seen Over years ago. Because they, they were, were a, they were a heavy black metal band. No, do you know what I'm confusing them with? Um, Ulcerate. No, not Ulcerate. It's um, um, no, what the fuck were they called? They broke up recently, but they started off as a metal band. They had an album called The Kingdom. But I, Over are fantastic as well. Like mm. that, uh, the assassination of Julius Caesar was a fucking phenomenal album. They started out as a black metal band. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and then like Ve- and a very kind of like raw black metal yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, but people like them, they've always kind of inspired me. So like. um I think that's kind of what I'm going to want to kind of do with Two Heavens and like whatever's striking me. You know? What was the other one they had? Was it The War of the Roses? Was another? War of the Roses is great. War of the Roses is a great album. I bought that and I did not like it because I, when I bought and like it was like 15 when I bought it or whatever, whatever age, age there was, and I was like, because I heard over were like, you know, a, a fantastic black metal band and Tower Records had. And I was like, cool, I'll get this. And I came home and was like, this isn't black metal. And I came back to it years later and I was like, this is a fucking great album. It's really yeah. good. I still think Ju- the assassination of Julius Caesar would probably be my favorite of their most recent it's a albums. Record. It's a really, a really, really good album. I'm really enjoying their 80s phase. Um, their latest records are just like... Have they gone full synth pop now? Oh they? God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, I got really into them during blood inside which is just a bananas record um like blood i when i lived in Maynooth, there was a girl who i was ended up talking to in a bar this is how much i love blood inside mm. and this girl i had no business talking to this girl <laughs> and this girl took me home and i ruined it for myself by talking about blood inside for three hours <laughs> because she started talking about carcass all right okay <laughs> and i was like well <laughs> A carcass route as well, though. To be fair, carcass are great. Great band. <laughs> um, I remember the getting their oh, which album was it? I got I got one. Of the, it's the album that has the I think it's the JFK thing photo of their album cover. Oh, um, and I I didn't know because <laughs> it was in a black sleeve and took it out. I was like, oh my god! You just put it right back in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For, do you, who do well, I do, are who do you think was the because people debate they say Carcass was the first grindcore band and then other people say it was Napalm Death. I have to give it to Napalm Death. Yeah, I would give it to Napalm. Like um, like Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Barney's awesome. <laughs> Fucking uh, Tommy, t- t- like t- t- I, I'm not, I'm not the, I, I don't mind Napalm Death. Like uh, Tommy, who you should talk to, you talk to the Deadlings. They're great. Um, he he's the biggest napalm death. Oh really? <laughs> <Okay. that> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Carcass. I, I think like, you know what what they did was like you know, paving the way for so much of what's happening nowadays with the cattle decapitation. Yeah, and gore grind and all that kind of carry yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, and when Exhumed. I was in hospital, one of the people in hospital again because hospital doesn't discriminate and everyone's the same. You get to yeah, yeah. all sorts of life. So there was a dude, and he was like a boxer from Tala. Right. Who had not didn't know much about the ways of metal. Like. Okay. <laughs> and uh, there was many, many, many a morning we'd just sit down and it would just be me telling him, like, I just look up a gore grind playlist. And we have <laughs> gore grind is such a hard sell. Even even for it's it's so hard. I didn't want him to like it. What? <laughs> I didn't want him to like it. Oh right, okay. And <laughs> uh, no, if I was gonna sell him something I wanted him to like, it would be maybe Nozum. Nozum has been too. Oh, Nozum in the hell exhale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, I, I normally t- uh, ca- uh, end these interviews because believe it or not, we've been nearly going for an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll ask you like the, the, the one that I always love asking is what was the first and last album you bought? And if you haven't bought one, don't worry. You can just say what was the last one that you absolutely loved? First album I bought was Michael Jackson's History. 
which was like the double album. Okay. Like it has like it came with the history album and the uh they got kind of the second CD of his like best dogs. I love Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was also my first concert. Really? You saw where did you see him? RDS. Oh nice. Okay. Um and the last one I bought was No School Blood. Nice. <laughs> I have um, just because I wanted to see that or that record old. The, the artwork's unbelievable. I, I can't remember. Ward told me that he did a. Cause we were doing the year at the end of year lists mm. for the goo. Yeah, so I was surprised because I was even on the last album with the hands. I actually that the name escapes me. That album is a great album. Electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Roar did the artwork. Just I just assumed that he did because I went to college with them, and he was like, "No, it was I think it was a female artist or somebody that did it." Oh, yeah. I wasn't. I mean, like I I love Adebisi Shank, um, but it wasn't really until I heard that Roar had joined them that I was like really picking up. Them, yeah, <laughs> and they put out the best record, metal record of last year. And really, I don't think I've heard it. I have night. No, I don't think I've heard. Not, oh man, you are in for. Wait, Adabisi uh, Shang put out a. I know no Spill Blood. Oh no, I've heard the No Spill Blood album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's my yeah, that's fucking. Sure. That's an unbelievable record. Um, it just yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Michael Jackson and No Spill Blood. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Most underrated artist going at the moment. Oh, um, fuck! There's so many. <laughs> um. There's way too many. <laughs> you, know, you know that option paralysis thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, woven Hand. No, sorry, no. Not Woven Hand. David Eugene Edwards. Um, people are not people are sleeping on his new record. He was the singer from Woven Hand and he's just solo records. Okay. Um, woven Hand were great. Woven Hand are amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, David Eugene Edwards. People are sleeping on that. Um, and... I don't know. I think no one... See, the thing is, I, I, I don't know who's sleeping on what because like, you know... Yeah, there's so Everyone's, much kind of yeah, so yeah. much good shit going on. Like um, the one the one name that I keep seeing is Shark School. Seem to be the one that I keep seeing get mentioned everywhere. They haven't even released anything yet, but just supposedly, but just by their live shows alone, they're meant to be unbelievable. The new Aura album's killer. Yeah, have you heard it? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> you know, it's it's what I, I'm writing about. It. Um, it's it's Swapper. Um. I just can't wait to hear my Diamat um on recording that it's, lad. That's the I know it's the final song on the album is fucking. It's so good. Oh, um, that ba- yeah, that band deserve all the love in the world. They're lovely fellas as well, but the, the their live actually, shows are brilliant. Oh, they're so good, like yeah. yeah. I must actually get onto nerves because I fucking love nerves. Nerves are great. And they're playing Shanae next yeah, week. No, I'm going, I'm you going, going to that? I'm going to that, but I want them to. Go. I'm going to see if I can get them to send me the album because I want to hear it. Um, <laughs> I'm writing. I want to. I want to write about it, and I think my deadline's on the tenth. So. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there's so much killer stuff at the moment. I mean, have you seen like, Aletha Black Ooze? I'm um, I'm going to see them with, Shana, with, the, with yeah, you see them with nerves, yeah. And uh, they emailed me on um, Instagram. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you've had so many people on the on the podcast who are killer. <laughs> like, you know, you have your ear to the ground. Thank um, you. You should talk the Deadlings. You should talk the No Spill Blood. Yeah, Deadlings would be great. No Spill Blood are one of those ones. I th- I don't know why I have a mess, but it's funny. People tell me to message bands all the time, and I'll be honest. Everyone with you, I, over here is super cool, man. What? Everyone over oh, here is I know, super but cool. I get, I still get nervous doing it. Oh, I, actually, I get, people... I panic like crazy when I have to send somebody a message. I'll be stewing over that email or whatever for about a half an hour. People and, are all uh, the same. Man. Yeah, it's all <laughs> just to start with love your work. You can say anything after that. Yeah. Love your work. I've killed five puppies. They'll still. Like, <laughs> Artists. But I don't know. It's, the funny thing is, I don't know why I get nervous because the only time somebody has ever said no 
was just because they were like, I just don't have enough stuff out yet. That was it. But I still get, I, I go into, I get near panics uh, sending messages. And all it is is normal messages like, I just really like your stuff. Would you like to talk for 45 minutes or so? Yeah. And they're just like. <laughs> I get them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Poor Creature as well. Um, I haven't heard their new record, but I've caught every live show that they've done over the past while. Creature, I think I've heard that name a few Half, times. Uh, the violin player, uh, Cormac from Lancome. Oh, 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 right. Okay. I, like, I love Lancome. Yeah. Right. Lancome are I love all the Lancome adjacent bands more than like. <laughs> like Lancome are fantastic. Do Oxen. not get me wrong. Oxen, like that was my favorite. I think I read your write up for them. The, for the did you do the write up for them? Yeah, yeah I yeah. also did the review for them. I fucked up the review because I mean, like, I don't give a fuck about celebrities. Like, yeah, I talk to everybody. It doesn't matter. You're all food to me. Yeah, yeah. But um, I cared about Warren Ellis from Dirty Three mm. in the cave. Like, I I couldn't meet him. I, I ran away from him. <laughs> the only other time I've ever been like <laughs> was. Uh, John had sent me serum in August. Okay. So I'd had about two weeks to listen to it, and like I have not felt that way about your music since I heard Neurosis for the first time. Wow. I was fifteen last time. I was like, yeah, that kind of friction, you know. Mm. And um, so yeah, he said at the interview for me, he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so like, of course I'm there, and they're like, they of course they want to do a Zoom. I don't do Zoom because I, you know, like I just do phone calls because it's just so much easier. Uh, okay um, and there I'm, I'm just like falling in love with myself with that. And apparently like you know they were happy with the interview but like I'm friends with like Vinny from they're like oh yeah they're, they're, this is fine but like I've been telling them for weeks like I fucked it up like, <laughs> but no I'm like, but they're all that's what I mean they're really cool like they like they probably would be fucking tickled at the fact that I cared yeah yeah because yeah. it was John it was John Murphy he made me real fucking like I was like that guy is my hero <laughs> I I had a similar experience the first time I interviewed um, Grey Stag. So they were I one of the Grey Stag. yeah I love Grey Stag one one of the best Irish metal bands going at the moment one of the best metal yeah, bands no, going at the moment or Grey Stag God alone that's my top three yeah yeah I know Spill Blood obviously but they're not really no, metal, metal. yeah they're weird metal metal adjacent <laughs> but uh, the first time I interviewed them I've told this story but fuck it anyway but like they were one of the first they were, I think were Worn Out or Grey Stag the first it doesn't matter um, but I had them on anyway and I was an enormous fan of Grey Stag still I'm an enormous fan of Grey Stag I think they're incredible but um, when I had them on I remember it was Steve and Matt and before the episode starts like guys I just want to let you know I am a fucking enormous fan Um, and they had no idea who I was like (laughs) at all and you could see them kind of looking at each other on the Zoom call going like okay (laughs) I was so nervous the whole time but uh, it came out very good it came out as a good interview lovely lads Dara's a fucking beast on the drums as well (laughs) Like, like as well as that like I was, saying, I was saying one of the things that I was talking to you before about was how compared to 10 years ago the Irish music scene not even mm. the metal scene the Irish music scene has gotten a lot less begrudgery a lot more yeah I, I find that it's not as um, I remember distinctly like I was never in bands but for, I had friends in bands and stuff and I remember there was just this air of like kind of I don't want to say snobbishness, but there was like a, a competitive edge yeah. that was that, but that wasn't a, a positive competitive edge. Like obviously some, but there was, there was clicks of bands that support each other. But now I find with talking with bands and actually going to live gigs and stuff that everybody's just rooting for each other oh, all yeah. the time. Now it's such a, such a, such a great kind of like community now. Yeah. But much in the same way that I was saying that to you, the other thing that there's loads of now is fucking killer drummers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean like, you know, like, like I said, Roar kind of is the best drummer in Ireland. But like back then, like who else was there? Like yeah, no one. But I, I think that was like uh, I remember. I think somebody was telling me in um, 
with BIM, I've heard it off plenty of times with BIM students. They were like, if you wanted to get into a band, be a drummer. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. wanted a drummer, yeah. Like, Graham Hopkins is one of the greatest drummers ever, and he plays with the fucking frames of all people. But, um, Graham, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a whopper. He used to be a customer of mine, and he used to come in with his family, and we'd just, like, talk about Bill Frizzell. Okay. Much. He's a super cool guy. Um, but, yeah. But, like, yeah, there's, there used to be, like, no drummers. And now, like, that dude from Brick Nasty's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hannah Heimstra. Have you heard Hannah Heimstra? I don't think so, no. She drums for Rachel Lavelle. Okay. Which is her own I've solo seen music. seen Rachel Lavelle. So. Uh, yeah, her, 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 her drummer, she has a female drummer. Okay. A killer. Um, you know, the na- I'm trying to fucking... Gavin from By Curies. Well, Gavin from By Curies is, like, <laughs> like, he's a good buddy of mine. Um, but yeah, no fucking sick drummer. I love that thing that he does, where like it, Gav does this thing where when Taron maybe is tuning or whatever, he just comes out off the drum kit and just stands up from the ground and waves up his hands and then just goes back. <laughs> I I haven't caught them live yet. Um, oh, have you not seen them live? To my detriment. No, I, oh, I talked. I talked to my, I bothered Gavin Music Maker the other day, but um. Yeah, no, like I'm really, I'm really excited to talk to them and catch them. They're, they're, they. I'm not just saying this because they're mates, and you know, they, they, they did help the podcast out enormously. But they are fucking whopper alive. It translates. I caught actually recently, and who? it's related to Gav, um, Vernon Jane. Oh, did you? Have you, oh, did you I, I'd known about them since 2014. I used to know somebody who knew who knew them, and I actually know my in my coffee shop. I um bought art from their saxophone player. Uh, oh right, okay. Sean, Sean did. Uh, he's an incredible uh, paper bag animator. Unbelievable. Um, so like I was aware of them, yeah. But like, I don't know my own my own shit. I wasn't really kind of thinking about that kind of stuff for a while. And I, so I hadn't listened to them until um, the new album came out. Checked it out. Live show. Jesus Christ, the girl sounds like Jeff Buckley. I just high. Like, mm. you know, like oh, unbelievable acts. And so like, Neve is one of the most like one of the most incredible drummers I've ever seen play live. She's just absolutely just nails the fucking shit out of the drum oh, kit. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. Then you have Joe on guitar, who's fucking, you know, insane. <laughs> what? Ah, brass section's killer. Yeah, and, then, whoever, and then of course Emzo on on vocals is just so the, the the unbelievable powerhouse vocalist. Like it's crazy oh, yeah. and beautiful songwriting as well. She's so she's so good and so like she's so fucking like there were real moments. Is this thing? I actually I, I googled the words. I put it in the review when I wrote about it. It's a word for a small part jutting out from a stage. It's a particular word for it. Okay. And she kept standing on that, and I worried the fuck because, <laughs> like, you know, it did not look very small, very, you know. Oh, at the front is it the thing at the like Grand Social. Front of the Grand Social. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're. Ta- I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. So, what, 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 what do they call that with, with Metallica? Have it? They can just like the runway. Yeah, just I. I don't know the walkway or something. Yeah. I know on. I know on. Um, on. Taskmaster, they call it the Nappet, which is what I thought they called it. That's what I thought it was called, but it turns out they called that because Jessica Nappet fell off it <laughs> on one of the episodes. So <laughs> I've not, I haven't had to check that out. Um, no, but I know it. But that's what I mean. Like Irish music now is so, and God alone, and yeah, God alone. Or I remember seeing them the first time, and they caught my attention because, like, you, you know where they get their name? They get the name from a band called Altar of Plagues, yeah, or a band from Cork. I was about to say, like, yeah. like, a lot of people nowadays are still sleeping on Altar of Plagues, Altar of Plagues. the best band this country with has Teeth ever and Glory produced. is one of the best and darkest black metal albums you will ever hear. It's experimental as fuck. It's actually, I, I might be going on a weird limb here, but I do find it quite beautiful at parts. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but that's on um, uh, a burnt year. I think is probably one of the heaviest songs you will ever hear. That part about, you know, and God danced around the coffin oh. is one of the scariest. Never heard. I've never heard that much of a wretched, depraved vocal. It's insane. But it's like, there's something, 
Oh, it's very scary about it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. How, I mean, Jonathan. He does guy, electronic music now, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Jonathan is his friend. Um, the guy I play with. All right, okay. Um, so I think, the, I don't know. Um, but like he, I, I haven't met him to, 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 to bother him about how much I like Mammal. But I will. <laughs> um, that's a, such, a, such a perfect record. Um, that's, I mean, like back then, oh, I don't sure play during some back. I mean, like, you know, no one was doing that back then. No. You um, see, I think like it's Teeth and Glory. I think was two thousand three or something like that, which is kind of nuts. And it's and it's still it sounds just if it was to be released now, it would sound just as fresh as it does progressive, progressive. as it yeah. Um, it's a really slept. I can't. And the only thing is because it's been out of print for so long, I can't get it on vinyl anywhere. I can only get it. Um, th- there's one person selling it on Discogs, but it's it's uh. It's without the cover. It's without the sleeve, and it's side A. It's not. It's not the other side yeah. C and D. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a good time. To, it's a good time to be an album. It is. Yeah. Actually, oh, we'll finish. I'll ask the last question. I'll ask you is what? What's your most anticipated album of the year? Do you think Poor that you're creature. looking forward to? Pardon? Poor creature. You said that very quick. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's not really like that. That's that's internationally as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, poor creature. Um. And one leg when I like I said the Lancome adjacent project. Yeah. And um, one leg when I it's, it's uh, Ian from Lancome. He does the Fire Draw in your podcast. He did the what? Sorry. The Fire Draw in your podcast. Oh right. Okay. But his solo project is called One Leg One Eye. Now they put the record out two years ago. I like but that he started name. doing <laughs> live material two nights ago. Sure. First show in Berlin. So do not sleep on. Poor no, Peter no, I'll be definitely checking that out. Do not sleep on one leg, one eye. One leg, one eye is like drone black metal aesthetics and fucking like fuck. It's it's, <laughs> it's 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 fucking great. Yeah. Like really good. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, check out Burning Rome. Um, there you go. All right, man. Well, that's been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. For You're very very on. welcome. Uh, is there any little bit of uh, promo you want to do? Or <laughs> I know oh. you said previously already you don't want to do. That. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, Another band you should have on, my friend, uh, he plays with me sometimes, Richard. Right. He's playing with this act called Lavery. Okay. Um, Great name. Yeah. Uh, like, I've heard bits and pieces that they're, they're recording at the moment. Really, really. Like, Neo Soul. Like, oh, fuck. Okay. It's really rich. So, like, yeah, and, and they're playing all the time. So, we'll go and see Lavery. Okay. <laughs> um, if two heavens are playing, come and see us, but, like, also go and see Lavery. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much, man. That was great. <laughs> yeah, we're literally... So that is the end of our episode for today. I want to give a quick thank you again to Adam for coming on and chatting with me. Two Heavens is a fantastic musical project and the first release of this year of four, I think you mentioned, is Life Materials, which you can listen to now. I'll include a link in the description for this episode where you can find it on Spotify, as well as a link to uh, Adam's uh, musical page on Instagram for any kind of updates on gigs or any future releases. Uh, But seriously, go listen to Life Materials. It's absolutely fantastic from start to finish. I loved it. And I guess on my end, if you want to hear more episodes like the one you just heard, uh, please give the podcast a follow. Helps me out tremendously. And uh, if you're feeling very kind, you can leave us a nice review. But uh, the main thing is, thank you so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Back again soon for a new one. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.